Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 51, Mainstream Podcast. We're your hosts, Jeff B. and Chris B. We back. Before we even what's get up, started, before we get started, let's, let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room. What the fuck, America? Like, seriously, at this point. Like, we're under attack. I mean, we thought that 2020 was the worst. We thought 2020, all that was behind us. We thought, man, it's going to be good new sailing, new year, new me, new you. Chris had to go fuck it up, man. It's crazy. Can't believe you did these kind of and things, man. What's six, going on? Six days in when it's, it's popping off already. It was getting real crazy out there today. Looks like they've yeah. kind of pulled back on everything, on assaulting the Capitol and uh, taking down the whole government. But uh, tomorrow's a new day. <sighs> I mean, that's the sad part. I mean, I can't even sit. I'm sitting in my house doing work today. You know, like every red-blooded American is doing nowadays, sitting at home working. And it was like, I can't concentrate on what is going on, but because I'm looking at like CNN or something on YouTube and getting all these disturbing images of why, I mean, I, I get it. I know some people are going to say, well, just a couple of months ago, people were protesting. I'm like, yeah, their protest was a very different situation. Their protest meant something. It was for something. And, mo- and at most, it was nonviolent. Yes, when people stole some shit, when you, when you have a lot of people around each other and they can do stuff, whether they do that. But it was never an assault on democracy itself. Now, some people will li- liken it back to the fact that, um, you know, they broke into police stations or, you know, got in it with, with cops. But if you go back and look at it, a lot of it was, no, for the most part, it was aimed at police brutality. So that's the reason why it went the way it went. But these two things are definitely night and day at this point. And it's, it's a sad state that on Wednesday, January 6th of 2021, we basically went back about 100 years. It was insane to see. And it was also crazy to think just two months ago before the election, People were getting tear gas and rubber bullets and everything from standing they had, around bro? on the streets. They were just hanging out. They were just hanging out in D.C. doing things peaceful, peaceful protesting before exactly. they got agitated by the by the cops. And the funny thing about today, no rubber bullets, no tear nope. gas. Uh, well, fifteen wait. arrests total. Wait, I will say there was some tear gas. I'm not gonna say there was none. I'm gonna say it was minimum versus what it was. Yeah, I didn't see the, the troops deployed, uh, kicking ass on there. All the protesters, what they should have, since they invaded the Capitol and took it over, were in Congress people's offices in the Senate chambers and doing anything they wanted to. Basically, nothing popped off except for one uh, like Trump person that, that ran in there and did something, got shot by a Secret Service person. Unfortunately, she died. You do some stuff illegal, things happen sometimes. It's, it's messed up, but it happened. I'm just surprised that. Not a lot of arrests were made. There were videos of people being escorted, like cops holding the doors open as the people that invaded the Capitol just walked out peacefully and like left after they were in there rummaging through and stealing stuff and going through offices. And, and thousands of people rushed that stuff today. Right. And last I heard, a couple hours ago, 15 people have been arrested so far. Yeah. It's like it's the contrast between how they handle certain protesters and rioters and terrorists and stuff is. And certain protesters, we can say it. Dark when your skin darker than olive color, then we we know that we, we ain't gotta 
beat around the bush. The truth is, if your <laughs> skin color is darker than than olive color, then you might get your ass whooped. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You can be standing there and get your ass whooped. Yeah, but if you're a little light skinned then you can you can raid the capital and go home same night. Mm-hmm. It's wild, but wild that's wild right now. So we're gonna see. I was just watching the the second session of the Congress trying to. County electoral votes today got interrupted when they raided the place. So we're going to see if they get through that without any interruptions. Now they got some extra backup. And maybe in the next two weeks, maybe we'll have a, a new president uh, actually transitioned in if more of this craziness doesn't pop off. Well, I mean, first of all, the, the count doesn't matter. Because even, even on the Senate floor today, they basically say, like, this is just symbolic. The counting of electoral votes in by the vice president means absolutely nothing. The the actual election is over, is already been technically called. This is just ceremonial versus, you know, something that's actually procedural. So they can come rate it all they want. At this point, it is is a done deal, but you know they've been gathered. They they think today is something though, that they can overrule it and uh, folks there can somehow cancel the election and overturn it and change all the votes if they want to. And that's what these people mm-hmm. are upset about. They've been lied to so much and they, they took it hook, line, and sinker. It's not going their way, so they're, they're deciding to get really crazy with it. So once this day is over and they've certified that, I just know they're not going to give up the next two weeks. It's going to get crazier and crazier. Yeah, so well, that's where we are today. I mean, I don't want I don't want to Spend too much time on it because it doesn't need the light of day. It's just, it's a very sad situation. It's, you know, people from outside looking at us like, what, what the hell is wrong with you guys? Like, this is the kind of stuff you see in, you know, Venezuela and Cuba and all these places that have dictatorships that are trying to overthrow uh, the government and stuff. Like, this is, this is absolutely something that you would see that's not on the United States soil. This is the craziest thing I've seen. And I've been on this earth 40 years and, there's only been a couple of things that's happened in the U.S. that I can say, like, that's the crazy. I mean, 9-11 was one of the craziest things I've ever seen, you know, live through it type thing. Um, the pandemic that we're going through right now, because I wasn't around when 1912 was here, you know? So, sure? um, I'm, bro, look, don't let these graves fool you, fool. I wasn't here. I wasn't here for the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. But man, this is this is the craziest thing I've seen. Like, I'm a I'm a non politician person, a hundred percent. I've told you this a thousand times. This is the craziest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a, it's a dark day. And when I was watching it, it, it was like watching a movie or watching you know the Division Two unravel, like just video game movie yeah. shit. And we're like watching it on TV and like, wow, this is this is happening right now. Like all this shit's going down. Like Michael Bay wrote that it, shit, huh? Like Michael so Bay, like let's crazy. make some explosions. Oh, he's going to make a movie about this next week already. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, him, James Cameron, Cameron. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to out too long. Like, you know. COVID movie. Exactly. But, you know, um, let, we'll hopefully everybody's at home safe. I mean, hell, we're supposed to have been at home in the first place, but hopefully everybody's at home safe and everything is done. And tomorrow is a new day. They get through. They count, count the symbolic thing and go about their lives and go about it. What I'm really worried about is the 20th then, because if they show their ass today, woo, I can't imagine Inauguration Day. 
Well, they're supposed to have a virtual inauguration. They're not going to have the stuff on the Capitol uh, just because of COVID anyways. And with this, I know that would not happen. Like with these people out there, this riled up and pissed off and crazy with what they're capable of. You're not going to have Biden and everybody standing out there getting inaugurated, having a peaceful little ceremony out on the steps there. It's just, it's impossible now. And you're not going to have a transition of power from Mr. Trump out there uh, handing the reins over and shaking his hand. He's not even going to be there. It's going to be some unprecedented weird stuff. And hopefully we just make it to January 21st, a new administration and it keeps going. But mm -hmm. you see everybody trying to put roadblocks up and they're not, they're not going to stop. They're going to keep on heckling and messing with things. And, Trying to cause issues, it's 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 a bad day where the direction of everything is going now. What a world we live in. That's that's the sad part, man. But again, let's not stay on that too long because it is what it is. Tomorrow, I'm pretty sure tomorrow is going to bring us new gifts of just craziness. So we'll see how it goes tomorrow. But in lighter news, I mean, you watch do you, you watch college football? No, that's right. You don't. You watch you watch NFL pretty much. Well, you don't even do that. You were, you're a fake Patriot fan, especially this year. They terrible. I, I used to watch. I used to watch uh, NFL. Man, I dropped no, sports. Like no, I said. no, no, no. Let's go. Let me come back to it. I'm coming back to it. Have a bag no. in there, boy. Tell See, Brady, that's what I'm saying. You're bandwagoner. Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> god. He is the goat, though. He is the goat. Can't say Look. anything. I, I'm not saying that he's not the, one of the best quarterbacks ever. I'm going to say he's probably, he's at this point top three or four at this point because really nobody has done what he's done. Um, maybe Unitas. Um, I mean, Elway won what two, I think. Um, I mean, it's pretty much, uh, you got Montana who Just won it's three. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, so it's incredible. But you're a bandwagoner. You only, you only watch football when it's. I can't be a boy. You can't, you can't call me a bandwagoner for like twenty years. Okay, yes, that, I that's can. more okay. A couple, a couple seasons, a couple weeks. That's a bandwagoner, man. Jumping on something after the fact. I was on there from the be beginning, bro. I was on there from the from the Oakland Raiders fumble in the snow game. Been there from the start, bro. Look, look, man. Ever since, yeah. ever since Bledsoe broke his uh -uh. leg, and it went uh -uh. from there. I was there. I've been, on the, I've been on the train, bro. Twenty years. I was, I was a Seattle Seahawks fan when they were fucking terrible, like terrible. I would say Seahawks supposed to look at me like, "What is wrong with you?" Like <laughs> back when they were wearing gray helmets with the with with the Seahawk on his side, and John Kidna was the quarterback, and I had a John Kidna jersey. And believe me, there's some dark days. I'm ride or die. I'm with them. I was with them then. I'm with them okay. now. We know we know you've had bad taste for a long time. You don't have to tell us. That. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. That's that's, that's so sad. That's <laughs> so we, be, we believe you. We believe you. That's hateful. But it that's, is that's what it is. But, so go ahead, go ahead, come back to your college football stuff because uh, yeah, I'm not a college football watcher. I don't have any right. allegiance to anybody. It's huge out there. I never got attached to a team. Never watched the amateurs playing the game and stuff. I wait till they get paid, get some money, get drafted on NFL teams, see if they can make it there. I just skipped college, but I know it can be exciting, but well, what's going on in college? Well, I mean, just a little cliff note. Of, this, this is something probably make you want to go back to college. So, you know, this is bowl season, right? Uh, college bowl season. This is when you got teams that are playing each other. We are, we're in a pandemic when people are still playing football, whatever. You know, it is what it is. But you go to these different bowl games, and it's normally big for schools. You know, they get paid for, for winning games. They do. Um, and your players get some recognition, you know, some stuff. And 
real time. You get to see them, you know, on major teams. Because like, some of these schools, they'll play like 10 games a year or 12 games a year, and you really never even see them on national TV. But they make a bowl. This is a good time for them to see it. But something I did not know, and something that might make me want to go back to college and get my old ass into a football uniform is, did you know? Okay, so the Fiesta Bowl is in Arizona, right? It's always been there. And then PlayStation bought the rights to the naming for Fiesta Bowl, right? Oh, really? And I think it's been like that for the last couple of years. What I did not know is the teams that played in the Fiesta Bowl this year, the team that won all got PS5 for winning the bowl. <laughs> That's probably the greatest thing you can give away right now because you can't find That's the greatest give ever. So <laughs> you're talking about about 80 PS5s or so was given out to the winning team. Wow. Location for the United States. That's insane. So those guys could turn around and flip it for like $10,000 on eBay, limited edition PS5, and pay for their tuition and shit. It, it, pretty, pretty much, pretty much. Car, pay for whatever. <laughs> well, we know that. We know some of these folks getting money on the side, so we ain't worried about that. But, oh, yeah. uh, honest truth, that is fun. that's messed up. Like, I, I was like, what? They all got PS5s. I'm like, Dude, I would have took that over the bowl game, over the trophy, over everything. Like you go, we get a free tweet PS Five. Fuck yeah! There you go. That's that's pretty dope. I didn't hear about that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I don't. PS5 I don't fans, think they were doing it before. I don't know if they were doing doing this during the PS because they've been the sponsor for a while. I don't. So I don't know if they were doing that previous to this. Um, but because, you know, the PS5 is new hotness, of course, that makes more news right now. It's like, oh, you get PS5. I was like, oh, what? Uh, okay, cool. Can I play too, bro? I'm, I'm wondering if when uh, Mariners were owned by the uh, what, Nintendo homies, they owned it for a while. They, they sold didn't, their shares. No, they were part of the Mariners. Yeah, they did the stadium, yeah. I wonder if they, they were giving them, like, switches and Wii's and stuff like that for free for the whole team. Ah, uh, maybe could be possible because I do know because I know you could use like their their setup and stuff in the stadium because of course Nintendo of America is in Washington and you can use like yeah. the apps that are on it. So I wouldn't doubt it because a lot of these naming rights, like they pay these companies are paying billions of dollars to use it. So I wouldn't be surprised if there were some kickbacks of some sort, you know, that you were getting for for getting them to name it. So. Yeah, Microsoft needs to get in that game and buy a college team or a little league team, something. Sponsor somebody. Yeah, I, I'll be down for that. I'll be the first one there. And now, uh, so Jeff apologizes for Stadia. I just want to know why am I apologizing for Stadia again? I just want to know. I'm just trying to figure this out because I'm like, <laughs> what? Let me wait, tell wait, you a story. Hey, 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 don't, don't, just don't, don't change, don't spin it on everybody. And we, we, no. we talk in private off, I would offline, never do that. and you were, you were, you were, you were slobbering all over his stadium. <laughs> you were all about stadium, bro. I was all about stadium. You, you had a heart to heart. Uh, you had a heart to heart. I had a come to Jesus moment. Yeah, you were crying and shit, and I was like, boy, come here and put your head on my shoulder. You can talk about stadium. Fine. It's okay. Yeah, Fine. you were all about okay. it. It changed your life. It was great. We had a good time on it. It's okay. Wow. I, I can, I'm manly enough to admit that. Wow. Like we had a good time together on stage. So tell the people how we had a good time on stage. It, it I worked. mean, fine. fine. Okay. I, I'm a man to admit that I'm wrong sometimes. I will do that. And I'm going to admit to the fact that I shitted on Stadia so hard at the beginning. Like I was shitting on Stadia 
you know, harder than after I eat elotes with hot sauce in it. I, bro, I was, I was fucking it up. We were both talking bad on it. Yeah, true. I, I admittedly was probably talking more shit than you were. I admittedly will say that. But over the Christmas break, I go, you know, home to to Memphis, right? And my idea was, I'm gonna take my my Chromecast, my my new Chromecast Ultra that I got from free. Um, my shout out Chris. Shout out Chris, because he did, you know, like, hey, man, go check this out. So I, I appreciate that. On the Cheap Gamer website or Reddit, finding stuff. I'm okay with that. So I'm like, cool, I'm going to take, you know, because there's a hockey puck. It's small. You don't have to carry, like, a giant computer or something like that. And, okay, cool. So this was my first time using it, like, for real, for real. I tried it out a couple times. It did work a little bit. It, it, it got some glitches. It didn't work on my, I have a, I have a fucking... Android TV, it doesn't work on it. It just is the app where you can look at the games. You can't play it. Stupid thing ever seen. Long story short. So I'm like, cool, okay, I'll take it with me. You know, just in case. And let me tell you, like I said, I'm wrong. I, I nestled up to the teat. I started it up. And it worked. It was, so we, we played Borderlands. So we both bought, bought Borderlands 3. And first off, we paid a dollar for it. Like, because of all of the holiday $1. monies and everything, one dollar. So I'm like, I'll buy that for a dollar. I mean, damn, son, where you find that one? You know, that kind of shit. So I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm going to buy it. And I'm wrong. I was wrong. It, it worked. It, it fucking worked. The latency was non-existent. Now, there was some hiccups here and there. Like, we both had some, some little scatters here and there. But I played, I'm not even lie. I probably played, played somewhere between 10 to 15 hours of this game in you know a two-week period where i probably wouldn't have played it at all but i played it because it was like you know the game the one game the one or two games i got on stadia and it worked i mean the controller worked the, the setup worked us playing matchmaking making and we played together it worked i mean it was never a point where it went down it never other than a, a small graphical glitch here and there and this is even with not the best top end uh wi-fi this is with okay wi-fi so honestly i'm sorry stadia my bad <laughs> yeah it was it, it was smooth as hell once we got in there and got it started because we had we had both been in the uh stadia like pro trial mm -hmm. last year and we both signed up for that free one got that for a few months but we didn't have the controller we didn't have the special Chromecast bundle that they gave us for free later on. So we just had like the app phone a couple times. I was like, oh, it works. It's okay. And then I put it to bed. You had way fewer games than they have now. They still don't have much. Yeah. They also weren't having any sales. Everything was on there was $60, $70, like still the same price. So we were, we were rightfully shitting on it. So I'm glad we both jumped on that ultimate edition of Borderlands 3 for a dollar. Like you couldn't pass that up. So we put that in our back pocket for later and it, it exactly. came in handy. We jumped, we jumped on it. Shit worked. I've got mine with an uh, Ethernet cable in it. So you're playing on Wi-Fi, which is amazing that you had a good time on our Wi-Fi. Exactly. Ethernet cable. I'd rarely get some you know, graphical blocking, and then it would mm -hmm. buffer out and, and be fine. Like a couple seconds later, it, it was fine. And I don't have the best internet either. It's up and down over here in Hill Country, and it still works. It's, to it's totally playable. So I was yeah. impressed that like we were playing multiplayer going through it, and you couldn't tell we were playing online stream game like that so yeah for what it's yeah. worth when when it comes to this situation like it 
So the whole streaming game now, a year later after we've been talking about this with streaming stuff on Game Pass and Stadia, GeForce mm-hmm. Now, I think everything's in a really good place where there's a, there's an option for like everything and it all kind of fits in different situations and it's totally playable these days. Yeah, um, my thing, my only my only problem, well, not my only problem. There's a couple problems, but it's not many. But my only problem is okay with Stadia and like I said, there's like a thousand different streaming options at this point. They're, they they their class is slightly different. Stadia, you don't have your own hardware. You don't really own the games. You're just streaming it. You're buying a license to stream it from them. GeForce Now and Rainway and these are you're basically streaming it from some games on GeForce Now. You are streaming from their cloud, but a lot of them are being. If you have a GeForce um, a GPU, that is coming from your own system at times, and then Rainway is your own system, so their class kind of different. But Stadia, I still shit on them a little bit because you have to pay extra for 4K streaming. I get the point that is more bandwidth to make that work. But the, I shouldn't have to pay a subscription to stream it if I bought a game. Just charge me for the 4K game. Like, if the game costs more for 4K, then charge me for the 4K game. Don't make me pay a, a subscription to play games in 4K and you got games that are not in 4K. It makes no sense. That's one of my biggest things. Plus the library. The library is shit. Now, Borderlands is good. Uh, I know that you can. You people have already said that for the most part, unless you got a super high end computer, the um, the best way to play twenty seventy seven is on Stadia. If you have a console that's not you know the newest console or not a high end computer, so I get that. Yeah. But outside of those two or three things, that's pretty much it. Like this, their library needs to get bigger faster, and they need to do what some of these other companies are doing and offering free titles a month or free upgrades or something to bring people back. Yeah, the problem with that, that nine bucks a month is that they're still not offering all the features that they pitched Stadia right. with. So, they promise all this stuff. Wait, is it nine? I thought it was then, 14. No, it's nine dollars a month. I think it's eight ninety nine for the that pro subscription. I don't, think, I don't think it's 15. I could be wrong, but I don't think it's that much just for that. You can ch- double check me. They do give you some free games every month with the pro subscription, but most of the time, I'm looking at what I was redeeming earlier when we had it. There are games that were given away free, like on PS Plus, Xbox Live Gold, Epic Game Store. All these different launchers that seem to be running through the same gamut of free titles. So you have the same games all over the place. So it's like nothing new and exclusive and too too crazy. Like it's amazing to make it worth it. And yeah, you buy the game. They're still charging most of the time fifty, sixty dollars full price for these games that you exactly. also have to pay the subscription to stream in 4K. So until they had that Borderlands deal for a dollar. I hadn't bought a damn thing on Stadia. I redeemed my pro stuff, canceled my account. It was just sitting there, never to be used again. But for a dollar, I'll jump back on it and get something like that. So if they have to have those competitive sales. And before, I don't think they, don't think they were trying to be too competitive until this Christmas. And even then, it was only a sale on like two or three games. It wasn't like the whole thing was on sale. It was like a couple of games. But yeah, it wasn't too extreme. Like you know, on Xbox Live and PlayStation, they'll have seven hundred games on a sale or something crazy. Right, like, and then Stadia's like five games on sale. Big whoop. Yeah, uh, and then the free game thing is, like you said, it's some bull. I mean, g- granted, everybody's doing the same thing. Don't get me wrong. 
everybody is like rehashing the same games you've gotten 15 times. I don't even know how many times Witcher 3 has been free or on sale at this point. <laughs> but with a new service, you need to do something different or do more. Look at Epic. Epic has given away. What did they give away last week? 15 games? 15 days in a row games, and then they're still doing their once a week games. They've been doing that for two years now. Giving away hundreds of games is insane, and you don't have, you don't have to pay a subscription to do that. Anything but, like that, you just sign up an account, and they'll they'll, they'll feed you games every week. Now it's spyware. That's <laughs> let's say that we know it's spyware though. We know something's in there, but I will take that where I can get a free game that's actually worthwhile. So it's cool. It's fine. I mean, I like I said, well, I take it back. That pro subscription. Mm-hmm. I'll just put out there that pro subscription on Stadia that. Games that we were redeeming while we had a pro subscription. Once your pro thing runs out, you don't have access to those games anymore. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, uh, well, if, I mean, gold, if you cancel your account, you get to keep the games that you redeem. Yeah, you do. Well, you that. that is on PC. When you do X Cloud, because it's streaming, it's the same principle. When you cancel your, um, oh yes, your X Cloud account, you can't go back to the game. The same That's thing. true. I'm talking about just like Xbox Live Gold. Like the games they used to give away, they still do like two or three games a month that you get to redeem and keep. Right. If you cancel your account, you can still play those. But if you cancel your Stadia account, you can't even stream those games that you redeem for free. So you pay that subscription yeah. every month. I mean, eventually we we need to have a whole a whole podcast on the differences because that I think that's part of the thing. Is like there are people who who don't know exactly how it works, like how. The streaming, the real streaming versus your own game streaming to you type situation. And they are two very different things. And it goes into their whole, do you actually own the shit that you're buying at this point? And a lot of the, a lot of the models that are out there now are you no longer own those games. It's based, they're literally leasing them to you saying, here you go. And then as soon as you stop paying them a dollar or two, they're like, oh, we, we're going to take the back. Yeah, it's it's confusing these days and kind of scary that we've gone all digital with so many advantages, and at the same time, it could all be snatched away from us at any moment. Yeah. We don't know that Steam, we don't know that Xbox Live and stuff is going to be around in five to ten years definitively. So you can pump in thousands of dollars into a platform. It might disappear tomorrow and your shit's gone with it. They're not going to give you permanent copies of that stuff. Your licenses could be revoked and get shit out of luck. Now, the, the one thing I will say, like the one, like Steam, Steam and the ones that you you are downloading something to your computer, I believe you you keep those forever. And the reason why I say that there's always workarounds to make EXEs work. You can always bypass the, the checker. Now you may not be able to go online in some of these games because a lot of them have you know checks to make you be able to play multiplayer. But most of the games you download, there is a way to get around the EXE. Like you can you can do cracks on them. You can buy a game and legally crack it. Yeah, if you're not doing stuff in the cloud, you still have a chance. But if you're trying to get yeah. stuff off servers, they could shut those off and don't have it on your system. You might be out of luck. At any time, remember the Ouya. Remember the Alamo. Oh, man. I love the Ouya. Well, yeah, no, yeah. nobody did. But <laughs> and now, that, now that I've apologized to Stadia, um, I guess neither one of us will get GPUs or, or motherboards this year at all at this point. Oh, hell no. Have you seen the price updates yet? Well, I just read that a a tariff expired, a tariff exemption expired, and GPUs and motherboards are increasing from 
100 to 260 dollars each just across the board the price a price increase flat out on top of the already crazy prices and and high demand for this stuff so if you're trying to get a graphics card and it was already six seven hundred dollars and they're putting another 250 dollars on top of that that's that's terrible so if you didn't build your stuff last year man i feel bad for anybody trying to hunt for that stuff now because your, your whole pc build just went to the roof <sighs> if mine's if staying right, right where it's at man 9980 ti till 2023 <laughs> pretty much i mean and what sucks about it is if you go on new egg right now a lot of the prices have been updated because they're they're now showing the price for the the extra couple of dollars. Now some of them look about the same. So I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I wish we had Matt on so he can you know straighten us out about these things at times. But a lot of the uh, thirty like the thirty sixty I think was supposed to be three ninety nine or something like that. But now the pricing is like. Four forty four and five hundred almost. So I think they've gone ahead and updated. And the thing that I don't get is why? How the hell do you update pricing on something that you already have in the warehouse? Because the tariff is only on what you're shipping, not what you already have. But the prices have already been reflected, which makes no sense. Well, it, all these have been out of stock already, pretty much, right? So maybe they're just updating the price because that's what's coming in, and they didn't have anything. Yeah, that, that gonna, would be right. That would you would be right. They're probably increasing across the board to try to. Uh, get some more cash money because they're not going to tell you i got these 50 three months ago and they're sitting here and i got the next 50 coming in on the truck that are more but i'm just going to increase the price on everything yeah you you would be right if um it wasn't raised up on items that they haven't stopped now granted yes the, the graphic cards are no go like it's almost impossible to get a graphic card at this point however ryzen is in stock in the warehouse you can get a, a CPU. The prices are already changed. Because you can get, they're, they're already here. But the prices are already when stuff hits the water and it hits the, hits the border when it comes through customs. Not, it's been sitting in the warehouse for months already. That's weird. Now, great. Yeah, it's, it's a real good year for, for upgrades for, for anybody that's uh, on, the, on the box or on the, order trying to make a $500 computer or something like that. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Now, the thing is that it expired because hell, we got more shit going on in this country than worrying about tariffs, but I'm, I'm pretty sure someone will fix those problems in, in the near future because it doesn't, it, it hurts us. The tariffs, yes, we're paying more. We're, they're, they're paying uh, a tax to bring it here, but we're paying the end result of that. So we are paying more money because they are paying more taxes to break it here. So that doesn't help American people. I mean, at all. It really doesn't. It, it, it's passed on to the consumer. It does not help anybody. So other than the rich get richer, because what happens is they pay uh, 5% you know, in tariffs, but they raise the price 20%. They pocket at 15%. That's normally what happens. Shit, Shit rolls downhill. It surely does every day, but uh, so I'm not upgrading anytime soon. Neither you. We we both we gonna be sitting on these things for a while. Now that, you gonna do something about the 900 series, bro? Because uh, you get into the end of their life cycle for real. That's a good card. My, my stuff's still launching games so far. I haven't had to turn stuff down to medium. So until some um, super next gen title like melts my computer, I won't even consider touching that for a while. But when you think about it, that's a uh, 
2016 computer, which at the time was like pretty good, pretty up there, uh, mm-hmm. VR ready and all that kind of stuff. So now it, it ain't much to look at, but it still gets me through the day. So I can launch what I got on that one because yeah, yeah. these are the next gen consoles got to get me through the next few years, man. On a budget. It's all it's all it's got to do is get you if it, it and it's, that's one thing about upgrading things to me that I'm always kind of like whatever what if you're not playing 4K don't worry about buying the latest you know graphics card if you're not um you know playing Cyberpunk or burning your computer down doing you know remasters for for Crisis or something you could probably get away with a 10 series card or even a 20 series card if you can find one at this point so it's not really necessarily needed i don't i don't believe you have to be on the bleeding edge to play because like even to this point like i'm i'm only one generation ahead of you and i have not run into a game that i couldn't run yet like granted yes can i run it at 4k no can i run at 1440p yeah can i run it at you know 150 frames per second probably not but i can still play the game is all that matters it's not running at 30 second 30 fps it's running at least 60 or above so it's not like it's broken and you can do so much more with it so yeah you, you get there when you get there but let's speak about broken or old or whatever so you brought up a point. Oh, you brought up a point. It, and it's a good question. I'm gonna see. Um, I'll get your thoughts on this because it's one of those things where most people don't actually talk about it until it starts to happen, and they thought, and I, it crossed my mind. So we got we got two new generation consoles, maybe a third. Like we don't know for sure, but more than likely, Bro. yeah, more than likely, sometime at the end of this month or beginning of February, we'll have a a Nintendo Direct, and they'd be like, "Look at here, this is a pro." And then Mario jumps around, does some more dumb shit. We get a new Super Mario Galaxy two, three, five, something like that. So this is how it works. My question is with Sony. So Sony released the PS five, right? And this brings up a very good argument or question, right? The PS five is in limited amounts right now. Only a few people been able to get their hands on. Some people bought one, don't even play it. Um, I ain't gonna name no names. We're just gonna say some people. Some people go out, buy stuff, don't even use it. Um, but my question is: so the install base for the PS4 is the most sold gaming console all the time. Uh, Switch is actually the most sold at this point now, as far as console people. But I think they separate it and they consider it just a handheld, even though it's not a hundred percent a handheld anymore. Um, but console wise, the the PS4, the install base is insane like millions and millions of households have a ps4 at this point how much longer do you think they will support the old gen system i think two to three years two to three they're still still coming out i think this year they still came out with uh just dance for the wii so they they can support that don't count they've been doing that like i I remember because they get brain the Dreamcast died like 15 years ago or something, right? People still make Dreamcast. People still make, remember, we went to PAX. There were people still making cartridges for the Nintendo that had yeah, games, about like new games. Random, we're not talking about the random people. I know you're not talking about random people just releasing like one game 20 years later to say uh, they support the console and they're still developing for it. Mm-hmm. But I know what you mean, like mainstream releasing a bunch of games, the major publishers putting stuff out. Which I think that the, the turnover 
to fully move into next gen is going to be two to three years since it was it was a couple years uh from 360 to xbox one maybe it was like maybe a little shorter than that they wanted everybody to upgrade Xbox to 360 that was instantaneous because they just like canceled that shit out stopped making xbox moved everybody up mm-hmm. but since there's such a big install base that's still a lot of money right there and those people are going to keep buying games for a while so i, I think the major games are still going to come out. The first party games and stuff are still going to come out mm-hmm. for a couple of years. You might, you're still going to see some exclusives for PS5 and Xbox, like that only come out for that system. Out of ten new games from Sony, probably four of them are still going to work on PS4. There's going to be, you know, lesser capabilities, uh, some kind of a downgrade, but there's going to be some cross-gen versions on both these consoles for a while, I think, because they don't want to. They don't want to put away that. That money stream right there. I think at least two, maybe three years before it really settles in, where they start forgetting about those those consoles. I think I think it's gonna be longer than that. So first off, the last PS3 game came out in August of 2020. The last PS3 game was August 20 of 2020, which was Shakedown Hawaii. That was the last game. Um. So we're in a different. I think we're in a different spot where the PS3 was such a horrible debacle, and it like that fat PS3 and giant crabs. Realistic historical battles was such a <laughs> fucked up situation, and they steal the numbers of games on the PS3. Five hundred ninety-five million games were sold for the PS3, but they couldn't wait to get away from that shit. They couldn't wait to get to the next system because of how bad the initial jump was on the PS3, how good the 360 was doing at the time. Because 360 was like Microsoft was molly whopping that ass with the 360. I ain't even lie. Yes, they were straight. Mo- now, granted, the 360 didn't have the numbers in Japan or in Asian countries, but in Europe and US and and everything else, they was molly whopping the shit out of PS3 at the time. They couldn't wait to get to the PS4. So I think they probably was like, okay, this is it. Let's not make anything else. Let's go straight over. I think we're at a different spot right now because the install base for that PS4 is such a great amount. Like the number is so big. Like it is insane how many units are out there in the wild and how little the amount of units that we have of the PS5 right now. I wouldn't think they would be especially with the PS4. So the difference, I think, is you had a mid-refresh, too, on top of it. The PS4 Pro had, it came in between. So it's not like we went the 10 years from the PS3 to the PS4 and we had a mid-refresh in there in the middle. I think it's going to be longer than two or three years, only because there is you know, the install base that they have now, is never, like you said, they're not going to get enough people to have a PS5 in the next two years. It's just not going to happen. Pandemic economy, the world's on fire, it's just not going to happen. The PS4 True. Pro will still be around. People will still buy it. I'm not saying they're going to make double like, I'm not we, we've seen how fucked up this could be when you get 2077 on old-gen consoles. So we know that's not the way to do it. I do think that there will be a lot more games that we see either exclusively still on PS4 or across that are not as graphically and fidelity high end games at this point. I think we'll see some 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 more more crossovers. I just think twenty seven seven was a bad 
bad deal because hell, we we Last of Us can play on both of them without a problem. Um, Spider Man can play on both of them without a problem. So I, it was him fucked up. Twenty twenty seven is just his own. It, that, that's that's really <laughs> own thing. Him fucked up. Yeah, that was a bad look just for them. But you're right. Like the consoles can still they can still pump out some power, and it's amazing. This is a seven year old console. Mm-hmm. With with the mid gen refresh, and it really is some of these games like Last of Us and Spider Man, they are running on seven year old hardware. If even if you don't have a PS4 Pro or a, or a One X, so they they can still do some stuff. It's not like they're bottom of the barrel and people are crying that these consoles suck so bad that they have to upgrade them and throw them in the trash. So mm-hmm. I, I can see them maybe maybe longer than two or three years. And, I, and in my head, I'm thinking like decent support where there's dozens and dozens, like there's still some games coming out. It's not just one mm-hmm. game, you know, 10 years later coming out. So they would, they, they would be stupid to just turn their, their back on it and not support it, especially sports games, call of duties, other games that they could keep with a cross gen version. Definitely. Yes, or definitely. just come out with a different version. Like, you know, they came out with um, Assassin's Creed rogue that was exclusive to last gen consoles to Xbox 360 for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over Xbox One. Right. So like they, they might develop a game in a series that runs perfectly fine for the old consoles and is not like a next gen port and they have a special exclusive next gen version like they did right. with Assassin's Creed. If the companies are big enough to pull off that stuff and develop different games on the same series. So it's totally possible. So it's gonna be out there for a while because people aren't gonna put their PS4s in their closet anytime soon. There's like 130, 140 million of those consoles in the world. That's a ton of people to play. That's a lot of money right, right. there. There's what, two million PS5s, three million PS5s out there, and, and best right now, right? So yeah, so you can't compare three million to 140. Like oh, I gotta keep supporting 140 till my three gets to like 60, 50 million consoles out right. there in two or three years. Uh, I, there's no one thing that I did miss. That's a no-brainer for them to uh, say, yeah, we, we the install base is just too big. One thing I didn't realize, I forgot about. I actually did forget about this because you have one. I don't. I forgot about it. PSVR is not on PlayStation 5 right now, except for the adapter thing that you had to get right or something like that. Yes, they don't have an official uh, PSVR version 2. There's not a PS5 exclusive PSVR version. That, that hasn't been announced. There's no date on it. It's not coming. And currently, the PS5 games do not support PSVR. When you're playing PSVR on your PS5, it's playing in backwards compatibility mode on those PS4 versions of the game. Mm-hmm. So right now, officially, like when you develop a game for PS5, none of those games support any VR features at all. It's only in backwards compatibility mode. So it's a weird thing where yeah, you had to specially request this adapter to be able to plug it in because it's some proprietary connector anyways. So you can't like go to the GameStop and buy your adapter and plug it in and and go to town. You have to request it and get it. Like, did you, did you to pay for it, or did you send it to you? No, it, it's free. So they're hooking you up for free. But you have to find this link and like contact them and give them your serial number. So they have to prove that you have a, a PSVR adapter. You can't just get one, you know, off the top. Really. Mm. So it's a very weird support. Have they have they implemented it? So even if the developer wanted to, they can't. Like the Hitman Three coming out, they announced that whole VR mode. It's only when you run the PS4 version in backwards compatibility on PS5 that you can play in P- PS4. Oh, really? You can't, you can't play the super high graphics uh, PS5 Hitman 3 version in VR. It doesn't support it. What so in the holy right heck is it? That doesn't even make any sense. So, why, would, 
Why? <laughs> until they support it. Like apparently for the developers, like the SDK the developer kit for the PS5 does not support right. VR features on the games yet. So they can't even put it in the game if they wanted to. So people are saying what I've heard is like a year plus out before they announce five exclusive PSVR like new updated headsets. So right now everybody's just using the old one right now. Yeah. So it's kind of a strange middle ground where it is compatible, but it's not really supported, and they haven't said their future plans because they haven't announced any of these PS5 games. Like, get your headset ready because we're coming out with all this VR stuff. But it still works, but it's not being supported except for the PS4 games they keep coming out with, which is a bunch of good ones now. Mm-hmm. To play on the PS5, you want to play in backwards compatibility. But have they even? Thing where I hope they keep. Have they announced any other accessories? Like, I mean, because. If I'm remembering correctly, back in PS4 days, like their first couple of runs was like, we we got the headphones, we got this, we got this. So had they even announced any other accessories yet? Or they just been so focused on getting the system out the door that they haven't really done shit else? I think all they have is uh, a PS5 Gold, like Pulse something headset. There's a Sony branded wireless headset for PS5. And they had the same series that they had on PS4, which it was just okay Bluetooth headset. But uh, there's no special weird controllers, nothing else going on, no accessories. They don't even have an external hard drive adapter you can plug in the PS5 right now. So there's nothing else they've announced besides just a regular-ass controller and the console. That's all they're working on that we know of. Well, you know, I mean, I'm sure they've been kind of busy. Like, if I was them, I wouldn't do anything anything else yet, I would be definitely be like, okay, um, let's concentrate on making as many consoles and getting people the console. Because at this point, everybody is like just trying to get their hands on this stuff at this point. It's like, you still can't get one. Like, you can try. You can attempt. You still can't get one right now. It just doesn't, it's just not out there. So, yeah, I'm lucky I, I don't blame hit F5 on all those pages months ago to, to get my pre-order because otherwise you're not you're not getting one anytime soon easily. You had to get yeah. very lucky with that 2 a.m. restock and try to try to buy something fast. And what's 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 really and it's not even just that system. It's everything that came out this year basically at this point is gobbled up by bots and people like that. That's literally what happened. Like they got expect like the pandemic happened. Cause I was watching I think I was watching something about that in, in the synced it, you know, kind of thing. Um there's a video about when the pandemic started, most of the items like the game systems, or even though they came out at the end, but game systems like the Switch, the Switch was really hard to buy like March, April, um, May, June, in those areas, it was very hard to find one. All of the Logitech um, webcams and things of that nature, um, computer accessories, microphones. microphones, all that stuff got bought up immediately. So, my thing is, I know it's hard to even get anything, and you're right. You got to refresh your page and do uh, stand on your head and put on some tinfoil and all kind of stuff to get one. Um, and I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. So, that's why I think for sure. It's going to be more than probably two to three years. Only because of the situation we're in, it's hard to even get the system. You wouldn't want to kill that, that base right now. It wouldn't make any sense. You'd just be shooting yourself in the foot. If it was PS3 to PS4 again, then yes. But because the install base was so big, it wouldn't make any sense. Now, Xbox, on the other hand, they can be straight up like, no, nah, let's not. 
you know, do the old generation anymore. It makes more sense for them, especially since they're trying to go to this. You can play me anywhere model. It will make more sense for them to go ahead and say, no, uh, let's just stop doing it for that system. Yeah, I think Microsoft would be the one to pull the trigger earlier on trying to transition people to next gen faster than, than Sony for sure, because they have like half the consoles sold for, for that platform. Mm-hmm. So it's only good for them to keep moving forward and get people on the, on the Series X or into the Game Pass streaming. And then if you're streaming on Game Pass, you don't have to have a console. You can just do that and play it, whatever high settings they're, they're showing on the stream. So I think they, they will try to transition faster for sure. And Sony's going to try to lean on that old console base and, and keep selling to those people as long as they can until it makes sense. But it's a good point that these consoles will be constri- supply constrained for a little bit longer, mm-hmm. probably at least another 18 months or something. Because stuff is not normal yet still with manufacturing it worldwide. And, Things are going to be up in the air for, for quite a while. And if these tariffs keep hitting, stuff keeps happening, I just wonder how that affects the graphics cards inside the consoles, if that's going to eat up. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, all, the, all, the, all the rest of their margin, or they're going to have to throw a price increase on there? Because if they're hitting graphics cards, there's a graphics card in the console. Why isn't that getting a price increase? Yeah. Well, hopefully. We'll, they, I, I don't have it either, so it doesn't matter. I don't have the old or the new. I don't care. So I'm, but for me, it just makes more sense to continue uh, servicing the people who already have it than to alienate the people. But unfortunately, we live in a country that's doing that every day. So I guess we can just follow suit along with that at this point. <laughs> yeah. So keep what, on keeping you, on. Keep on keeping on. But over the, uh, beside for also, you know, apologizing to Stadia, we'll end this out with some stuff that I seen you seen. I know you, you've been watching a couple of shows. Um, I finally did take time to watch His Dark Materials, uh, a couple of episodes of it. And I think I'm going to finish it. It is a little slow at first. It's a little whimsical. Look at me. I'm watching Whimsy, Mom. Look at me. Wow. wow. I watched some Whimsy. Animals changed into other animals flying around. You know, it was, my, it was not my, my go-to like, oh, this is whimsical, I'm cool, but, you know, whatever, it is what it is. So I've watched a couple of episodes. Have you seen that yet, or have you been avoided? I know you've been watching some other stuff. I watched uh, His Dark Materials, I think, the first two episodes, probably a month back. And I went into it with an open mind. I was trying to, like, go in with no expectations, see what it's all about, because I've heard everybody likes the books. People are hyped up about it, and it's mm-hmm. been renewed for a couple seasons, so now I felt like, okay, it's doing all right. Maybe people like it. I'm time to jump in. And a lot of shows have that problem where the first two episodes might throw you off. Maybe it gets good in episode five, six, seven, and it starts picking up steam. But yep. I looked at it like it didn't suck me in, didn't, didn't wow me off the bat. I could see how it could have some potential. And I was right. like, um, I'm not going to keep going with it. I'm not going to try to binge this because it's just not pulling me in. I'll, I'll, it's one of those shows where if if I can be distracted enough to it and start going to my phone, not paying attention, and I, I skip five minutes of the story, and I'm not too worried about it, then I feel like it's not pulling me in enough to make me finish the season. So I dropped off it. But if you can get through it, and then you tell me there's a nice twist and it really picks up steam, maybe I'll, I'll head back to it. I wish I could tell you that, but I can't. <laughs> number one, I have to get like there six yet. out of ten. It's kind of like an average uh, show. It, right now, so far, it is a six out of ten. I don't. It's not something that I'm like, oh my god, kill it with fire yet. 
but I will say that it is it is not a a knock, a home run knock or anything. It's it's definitely one of the things where if you you have to put in the patience and time and want to watch it versus something that's gonna you know suck you in and be like, oh my god, this is something I gotta watch every single day. So I'm not gonna say that I'm not I'm I'm gonna say it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be, but it's definitely not a ten out of ten. That's for sure. Finish all my other 332 shows I'm watching. I'll mm-hmm. come back around to it when I get bored. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I agree with that. So you, you're watching what now? Oh, uh, we we ran through uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's. We we finished up some Ted Lasso. Now I've been hearing about this, just like seeing people talking about memes. Like, what the hell is Ted Lasso? Is this some internet bullshit? What is this? And saw that it was an Apple TV show. Right, and the only reason we're able to watch it is uh, got my wife at Apple. You broke down. Tell the story the right way. You broke down and took Man. it back to the apples. No, <laughs> got them hey, cheap. She, she she was tired. She was tired of the Android. Man, she came from she came from Android. Went to Apple. I put her back on Android, and she wasn't having it. It was having some issues. Getting kind of tired of some stuff. Wanted to go back. Thought the grass was greener on the other side, and now I hooked her up with that phone. So that everybody that's buying Apple stuff these days. You get a free year of Apple TV. Like redeem, you know, I'm, I'm going to redeem the free shit. You know who I am. So I jumped on that, added that to my streaming apps and everything, logged in, and then figured out Ted Lasso is all about that Apple TV. And it's one of those quick 30 minute episode shows. So we blazed through it in two days. It's just the first season, 10 episodes. And it's, it's a silly show, but it's like real, real, it's really wholesome and nice and happy and like make you feel good at the end of it. Good surprise. I, I liked it. I liked where it was because you go in thinking uh, it's about a, an American coach, football coach, going to coach a soccer team overseas, and he's going to be a bumbling idiot and be like so stupid. You know the jokes that are coming, but he's a funny character. It's really, it's really good stuff, and it kind of it, it surprised us. So Ted Lasso was good. If you got hookups on Apple TV, I would I would watch that one. We haven't checked any of the other shows out, but that one's quality. And. Did you go through uh, when we had the Apple Red? Sorry, YouTube Red. When it was YouTube Red, I was like, YouTube "Like, what is Apple Red? What is that?" The Apple Red. That's a new secret subscription service. Right. YouTube Red started uh, Cobra Kai a few years ago, and now yeah. it's on Netflix because they canceled the YouTube originals, and Netflix picked it up, gave it a season three. But we finished season one of Cobra Kai because I dropped off that. I don't know, six months, seven months ago. Finally went mm-hmm. back and finished it because my brother-in-law was like, dude, you got to watch this show. Season three is out. It's so, it's so good. It's awesome. So season one was actually really dope. And it, it funnily enough, like they figured out how to take these characters and these actors and everything from 30 years ago and make this show that's way better than it deserves to be and keep it going and make it make sense. They have these callbacks. Yeah. Oh, and the characters and people, actors, Mr. Miyagi and stuff that have passed on. And still make it like another, it's like a heartfelt, good show that just, it should be cheesy and terrible, but it's awesome. And I'm, I'm trying to get into the season two, season three. So I recommend Cobra Kai, recommend Ted Lasso. And if the you're Lasso looking for some British Lasso. Tricks, exactly. If you're looking for your little, little tea time and your crumpets and stuff, uh, jump on Bridgerton from Netflix. This is like Fifty Shades of Grey. Or no, you met you lost the, me there. Uh, you lost me with the, no. I'm good. It's because there's like there's just like sex left and right and stuff going on and drama and all this bullshit. 
with, with the wife. It's like a British show. Friends are talking about it. So they're like, okay, just throw it on there. It's just one of those funny drama shows, but it's it's popping off and getting big on Netflix, I guess, because the part I knew about it because Shonda Rhimes was mm-hmm. this writer, director, creator of like Grey's Anatomy and I think How to Get Away with Murder. And she had that big ass contract of like, I don't know, one trillion million dollars. They bought her to make exclusive shows for her. This is her first series on Netflix. I've been hearing about this Shonda Rhimes lady for two years now after she got that big payday from Netflix. And this is her first show. Mm-hmm. I guess people are, are liking it a lot. So we're watching a British show, trying to get through it, trying just to get through it and put it in the past. So I can say I watched it. Nothing wrong with that, dude. Watch what you can watch. Cause, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just happy to hear you not complain about the fact that we ain't got nothing to watch. We finally got some stuff to watch so you can stop being a baby and start crying about it at this point. If you like TV shows, man, there's, there's so much to watch, man. But if you like new movies in the theater, uh-huh. what? <laughs> I'm yeah, going to keep going through these shows and, and see what I can do if I can finish my Netflix queue this year. That's my 2021 resolution. I mean, yeah, try to finish something. Start, stop starting stuff and not finishing. Try to finish some stuff. That's cool. I'm good with it. Well, we will. <laughs> we, made it to the end. we made it to the end of another episode. Ah, yeah. I, I'm I'm just glancing past that because I don't want her to come beat my ass because I ain't have nothing to do with it. I just kept going. I just kept going. You see, I didn't even oh, skip a beat. I didn't even want to talk oh, about oh, it. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, wait, wait. Did my mic go out? Is this thing no, on? <laughs> Just no, keep we, going. We heard this. No, wrap, it wrap, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Um, we made it to another end. Another episode. Episode 51. We got one more. The end. 52. Man, we, we, we made it. We did it. Episode 52 coming on, coming next week. Hopefully, we can try to get some stuff scheduled. Make it be you know real super fancy and good. Get some people back. Um, beg some people to come on, you know, give us some shout outs, do some talk, get some piece of man on something. <laughs> Let's do some stuff, and we'll try to round out what this crazy year has been with the last episode of the year. Um, and keep it rolling. Yeah, it's the end of my year, we'll say the end of our year as a podcast, not the end of the fiscal year, physical year, whichever one you want to say. Um, one year in the books of podcasting, we one year something to listen to for 52 weeks. Man, for the two weeks we've been in your ear. We giving you, we've been giving you orgasms, eargasms for fifty-two weeks. So, on come schedule, join us for. Uh, uh, well, I ain't gonna say on schedule. We've been, we kind of, we've been kind of like today. Oh, yeah, we've been. That. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, this year, twenty twenty-one, hit it big. Get a uh, Twitch partner sponsorship. Uh, get YouTube sponsorship, hit hit a million subscribers, and by the end of the year, we're going to be a success story. We're paying our bills with YouTube ad money. Yeah, man. Uh, if we hit a million subscribers, we'll make Chris cut his hair again. We'll, we'll do it live on air. Come join us. It's a promise. Yeah, the promise. But thanks for listening to another episode. Episode 51 is over. Finally, we'll be rolling to 52, the end. Or not the end. The, the new beginning, I guess we'll say. We'll say the end of this season, the beginning of a new season. Come join us. Thank you for listening. We out. Yeah, you There it goes. There goes that man.